So Mary was asked something, but more had to follow, more happens. And that something more is right here in the next part of that passage. And it's significant. It's the yes. She was asked and she said yes. Mary was in the middle of, just imagine it, quite a confusing uh, spectacle, an angel event. I don't know if any of you have had those, but this is unusual. Words were being spoken that were strange and impossible. You found favour with God. You will conceive. You'll give birth. He will be great. He will be given a throne with a kingdom that never ends. The Holy Spirit will overshadow you. The Holy One born will be called the Son of God. Strange words, strange prophecies. It's overwhelming and it's an event just for a young, straightforward, single woman. How do you make sense of it? The question is a hard one. It's one you could quite easily run from. Maybe young women previous to Mary had run away from Gabriel as it was all a bit too much for them. The event needed a response. It needed a yes. And for Mary, it came out in the most spectacular way. I am the Lord's servant. May it be to me according to your word. Richard Rohr again says, Mary just says yes and brings forth the abundance. We live in a world uh, which loves saying no. We live actually in a nation which has said no this year. I go on training courses that are entitled The Power of a Positive No. And if you go and watch Dragon's Den on telly, well, every time I watch it, it seems to be no to everything which comes through the door. My predisposed position often is to say no first without thinking. Because if you say yes, it's, it's all a bit too much work. It's too much effort. I want to relax. I want to watch the telly. It's easier to say no. I said no a ton of times before, uh, to God before I said yes. I lived in constant no's with God for many years. I knew it was real enough, but no was the most convenient way to live uh, my life. And yet there's really only one word that he wants from us. And quite simply, that word is yes. A yes changes everything. So when I was feeling at a very low ebb, I gave in and said yes. I expected nothing and got everything. As I was literally overpowered by God and his love flowed into me and transformed me, an unusual event was also going on about a mile away in a field. My dad was walking uh, our dog back then, Mitzi. If she'd be alive today, she'd be about 37, so this was a, a while ago. Um, and Mitzi loved chasing sheep. So, you know, it's the type of dog you had to be very careful of. So you always walked into a field, checked there were no sheep in the field, and if there were no sheep, you let the dog off so they, she could do what dogs do. And uh, so Dad very carefully looked around, no sheep as far as he could see, let the dog off, and boom, 100 miles an hour, right to the bottom corner of the field. And then he heard the barking, he thought, oh, there's a sheep. And he could just see that a sheep had got their head caught, her head, it won't be he, or she, no, her head is a sheep. Um, her head caught between the gate and the fence and totally trapped. And all it had to, for comfort was my dog Mitzi 
barking very loud and attempting to eat it. So Dad had to race right across the field and uh, rescue the sheep. At the very same moment I said yes to Jesus, my dad was able to grab that sheep by the ruff of the neck and push it into the field where Mitzi wasn't, where the dog wasn't, and let it free and make it safe. And for me, it was a precarious state I'd got my life into by sort of saying, no, but, yeah, but, no, but, all the time with God uh, for such a long time. I was like I was walking on the fence. I was trying to keep my options open before I said yes to God. But in the moment I said yes, instantly I was released into the freedom and safety which God has for me. I was set free and I was given joy that up to that point in my life had been lacking. A yes to God changes everything. It releases everything. A yes to God enables God to work and change the world. A yes to God is the most empowering response any human being can make. A yes can be made in an instance or it can come in stages. God doesn't really mind if we go click our fingers like that and say yes in an instant or bumble along for ages before we finally say yes. A yes to him, though, is all he needs. And Mary's let yes changes everything and our yes will change everything. But there's something more in this passage. Final thing I really just want to talk about. We've had the ask, we've had the yes, and now we've got the risk. Now, all of what's been said so far is lovely. Mary meets an angel and she says, yes. But this is no naive story. There's immense depth to it because Mary's yes was the most risky yes of history. Emotionally, she had made the most incredible decision of history. It wasn't the yes to a millionaire's comfortable lifestyle. This was a risky yes. This was, uh, there was the ask, there was the yes, and now this risk. He makes you think in those moments, did Mary know what she was doing? Remember, in those ultra-conservative times in which she lived, the overly and also the overly religious rules that had to be adhered to and the very traditional expectations that were on her life. In saying yes, she opened up the risk of being rejected by her family, being kicked out of her home, being kicked out of her village or the area. Or worse still, she ran the risk of being stoned to death. She ran the risk of not just losing her life, but also the love of her life, her fiancé Joseph, did she know of the humiliations and the uncertainties she would undergo as an unmarried pregnant woman? Did she know because of her child she'd have to go and live in exile and become a refugee? Did she know of all that would be asked of her in the years of raising a strangely sensitive godchild? And in these moments with Gabriel, who promised her a king, Did she know the pain she would feel years later as she clung to the cross and watched this promised child die? These feel like glory moments in this passage, but as usual, glory comes in pain, humility and death. And that's the thing when we say yes to God, the risk is always there. A yes is always risky. Perhaps God needed a young woman uh, to be the one who said yes, because often it's only young people who are 
good at taking risks. They're the ones who can do it because life hasn't worn them down and made them grumpy and cynical. I always find it terribly interesting that Jesus chose a group of young people to change the world. All the disciples were 30 or below when Jesus died. There's something about young people which God loves and God chooses and God uses. mistake the church makes often is to ignore the power of a young person. Thankfully, God never does that. He embraces them and uses young people uh, to change the world. He still does today. Mary was terribly young, and yet God gave her the ability to do it. He filled her with the Holy Spirit and enabled her to keep going, even when life became beyond risky. So church, uh, for the past few years, we've been praying for Pastor Saeed Abedini. He's in prison in Iran simply because he's a Christian, a converted Muslim. His faith is so risky, all the Iranians could do was actually chuck him into prison. He's been in prison three years. He's separated from his wife and young children. And this week he sent a Christmas letter to them. He writes, These days are very cold here. My small space beside the windows without glass, making most nights unbearable to sleep. The treatment by fellow prisoners is also quite cold and at times hostile. They look at me with shame as someone who's betrayed their, his former religion. The guards can't even stand the paper cross that I have made and hung next to me as a sign of my faith and in anticipation of celebrating my Saviour's birth. They've threatened me and forced me to remove it. This is the first Christmas that I am completely without my family. All my family is presently outside the country. These conditions have made this upcoming Christmas season very hard, cold and shattering for me. It appears I am alone with no one left beside me. And he goes on. Today, we like him should come out of the safe zone in order to proclaim the word of life and salvation through faith in Jesus Christ and the penalty of sin that he paid on the cross and to proclaim his resurrection. We should be able to tolerate the cold, the difficulties and the shame in order to serve God. He says we should be able to enter the pain of the cold and dark world. Then we are able to give the fiery love of Christ to the cold, wintry manger of those who are spiritually dead. It might be necessary to come out of the comfort of our lives and leave the loving embrace of our family to enter the manger of the lives of others, such as it has been for me this third consecutive Christmas. He said, Christmas means that God came so that he would enter your hearts today and transform your lives and replace the pain with indescribable joy. The same way that heat from the earth's core melts the hard stones in itself and produces lava, the fiery love of God, Jesus Christ, through the Virgin Mary's womb, came to earth on Christmas to melt the hard heart of sin and wickedness of the world and remove them from our life. Please do pray for Pastor Saeed. Just think about him and pray for him. Pray for his release. I started off grumpy a few minutes ago because I felt various people were trying to ruin Christmas and hijack it and maybe they are maybe they're being so loud that this whisper of Christmas is getting quieter and quieter but we must say the whisper is still there and it's the same whisper 
which Mary heard and Pastor Saeed is hearing right now. I know it's here in this room now. It's a beautiful whisper. It's a beautiful ask going on. But there needs to be a response to it. It needs to be a yes. But the honesty of the passage says, when we say yes, it will be risky. But in that risk, we will discover what Christmas is all about. A great light has come into the darkness. And the great news for us is, and the darkness has not overcome it. Listen for the ask. Say yes. Embrace the risky light that becomes because of it. And as you do that, have a seriously lovely and happy Christmas. God bless you.